Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way, or way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, Smart Mama, we are so glad you're here. In this episode, we're going to talk to you about things like mom shaming and the highlight reel of arts and crafts up on social media. When, let's be real, you know you are coloring your kids' sheets and just displaying them as their own work, right? Homeschooling is not for the faint of heart, and Crystal actually shares her experiences in this episode. Lacey, though, she cracked us up when she told us about how many quarantine rules she has broken when visiting the grocery store because of her pregnancy. But you guys, you have to wait until you hear us discuss Melissa and Doug and what they have done with our lives. But more than that, what they have in common with Apple. We'll talk about how pivotal the introduction of journaling, meditation, and gratitude have been for all three of us. And you are going to spit out your white claw when you hear the story about this tasty little bubbly drink and back to school night. Enjoy. Oh my God, you guys, I have to tell you the funniest thing. So remember, like, what was that one episode where we were talking about like a spider or something that someone saw and was freaked out and then I made fun of them and I thought I saw one? I don't know. Anyway, I literally, you know, I sit in my closet. Well, I opened my window today earlier and I'm sitting here and the window was open and I literally reached over to take a drink and I caught my reflection in the window and I thought somebody climbed up on a ladder and I'm pretty sure if you pull this recording back up of this video, you'll see me. I was literally like, oh my God, I literally scared myself. Like that's how horrid I look right now. I scared myself. I've done that before with like my own shadow, especially in the call room. There's like this weird light that's just on all the time. Like a, I don't even know what you would call it, but it's just on all the time. Like on one of the baseboards kind of, I guess so a patient wouldn't fall. It's in a patient room. But like if you roll over in the bed, there's like this weird shadow change and it scares the shit out of me every time. And we have a paper towel dispenser in there that just goes off randomly. Oh, that is so creepy. So oh, I creepy. hate when that happens. It scares me so bad. I hate it. We have a like those Melissa and Doug puzzles. Oh my God. First of all, Melissa and Doug, can we talk about Melissa and Doug and how they like ruin everyone's lives? Because everyone <laughs> needs Melissa and Doug stuff. And I saw this meme online that had like a picture of something Melissa and Doug and it said, these two people ruined my life. And it's totally <laughs> true. But I have these Melissa and Doug puzzles that like you remove the piece and the sound goes off. Like, you know, so yes, one of our yes. puzzles is missing a cat. And so when the sun goes down in the room and like when the cloud moves and the sun comes out, I always hear meow and I'm always uh, like, oh my God, that literally has to stop. Like I need to get, we have that. a train, we have a train puzzle and the train goes like chugga chugga choo choo. And it like, it will happen when like the lights get turned out in that room. It will happen when the sun goes down. It happens like, and 
it, we were missing a piece. And so then like, like you said, as soon as like the lights changed, it like goes off and it's like all of a sudden at like two in the morning downstairs, we'll hear like chugga chugga choo choo. <laughs> Who do you think's the asshole oh in that situation, Melissa or Doug? I bet it's Doug. <laughs> Both of them. Melissa for partnering up with Doug. Oh, there you go. There you Do go. we know anything about them? Like, no, obviously, I feel like we, we all have a ton of stuff, but like, oh who God. are they? I'm going to figure it out. I wonder wooden, if their parents. They make wooden who, puzzles. Yeah, I feel like their parents who probably like wanted a cleaner alternative to plastic toys and just like started making things and then took over the world. Yeah, they've definitely taken over the world. Maybe we can have them on the podcast. The company was founded in 1988 by Melissa and Doug Bernstein in their basement and in Doug's parents' garage. Good businesses always start in a freaking basement or garage, like Amazon, Melissa and Doug, Apple, you know, Apple. <laughs> God, if I could Google businesses that started in a basement, I would just invest in all of them. It made more than 5,000 products. We probably have... 4,500. Yeah. <laughs> well, I probably have 4,999 <laughs> of them. Yeah. 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 No That's kidding. how it feels. I'm literally though, I'll tell you like their products are so good that I'm legitimately going to start. Like I constantly search them first on Amazon or Google or something to see if they have anything that we don't own yet. Do you guys have the little kitchen cutting set? Yep. That's a good, I love that one. That's good. Um, yes. Maybe. It's like, I don't know. It's like several vegetables and fruits and they're like connected by Velcro and there's a wooden knife and you can cut them and just kind of mm-hmm. teaches them that kind of fine motor dexterity. Teaches them how to yield a knife. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very important skill in life. Our kids love knives. I guess mm. terrible as that sounds. <laughs> but it's like they love like helping like but like making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so like they each get like need their own knife and then like they spread it out and i don't know it's just become a thing like that's part of like being home with them for all of this is like like you always have a helper like no yeah, matter what true. you and it's true and my coworkers, you know, my my children coworkers have been very supportive. And I like when I go back to work, I don't know how it's going to be because like right now I'll go to the bathroom and I'll have two people clapping for me. And <laughs> and I just don't know what that's going to be like. I, I don't think my coworkers at work are going to oblige and just do that for me. So. They might. <laughs> Lacey goes to the bathroom. She needs somebody to clap for her. She does. She needs a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Especially should, if she goes number two. Yeah. And you need to shove your hands under the stall so that she knows you're there. Like, yes. repeatedly. I wanted to ask you guys. So what, speaking of work, what is it like right now for everybody? Are you guys working? I know. Well, Crystal, you're still working, right? I'm still working. Crazy shifts on, to accommodate the, the need. We're doing an airway team. And we just kind of go where the work is. We go to an endoscopy center, an orthopedic center, the big major hospital and the community hospital. Not working as many hours, which has actually been nice. Um, but when I'm not working, I'm homeschooling and I suck at that. So I'd almost rather be at work. Is that terrible? No, it's not. It's totally not. It's okay to admit that. Our state is shut down with elective cases until for like another two weeks. We like, 
can't. And so, I mean, now it's like they're trying to ramp some stuff back up because, you know, all of those like cases that like weren't emergent a month ago, you know, especially like the cancer cases and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, like now need to be addressed and they're becoming urgent and emergent. And so um, we're starting to ramp back up, but it's still just not great. But our volumes are way down. I have been thankfully working from home because I'm pregnant and uh, will end up taking a little bit of unpaid furlough time before the baby comes. But I get to keep benefits. And so I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> like it keeps me it's safe. Awesome. It keeps me out of trouble. I feel really, really fortunate in this because there's so many people who, especially those like those CRNAs or nurses or doctors who both work for the same like clinic or outpatient setting or something where they both got furloughed or they both got laid off. And now neither one of them have a job, neither one of them have an income, and they both lost their health coverage for their family. So can you, like, it's just so disheartening that we have people who are like losing their health insurance at the beginning of a global health crisis. So anyways, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on. But for us, we're doing well. Um, We made a big splurge and have bought a pandemic project. Um, We're building a big backyard playset. My husband is like super handy. And so it's been like something that he's enjoyed and the kids have been helping and the kids are really excited about it and he's excited about it. And so it's not like this huge pain in the ass that I thought it was going to be because it's like, like we bought one of those like place, like wooden place that's in a box that comes in like, like a thousand pieces. And it's mm. like an Ikea project on mm-hmm. steroids. Yeah. yeah. I hear it takes like many <laughs> man hours to put those together, but yes. what else are you yes, going to do right it's, now? It's taken us like we've worked on it every day and we're almost done. We've worked on it every day since last Friday and it's, we're almost done. So it'll be like an entire week of yeah. That's what exactly thing. what that's I heard. Like eight, eighty man hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like all day every day, but it's like you know a couple hours here, a couple hours there, and so I mean, but like we spent all weekend on it and got like through step one of three. <laughs> I mean, it comes with like a sixty-page manual. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's like a so thousand crazy. steps, and it's like a million different pieces and. Yeah, so it's, it's like an IKEA project on steroids. But are the directions in broken English? Where it's like impossible. No, it's well, actually fun. pretty clear. And the pictures, it's like like a lot of like IKEA like picture directions. So it's like it like gives like lines with measurements and drill a hole here, and you need like four of these types oh, of God. screws, and you have to three drill of these holes. boards, and yeah, my husband's got it all. So. No, thank you. <laughs> So no, no. what are you guys doing to kind of not go crazy during all this? What's grounding you and keeping you normal? Maybe I have gotten a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, those projects will make you crazy. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do as many like Zoom happy hours or, you know, check-ins with friends. Obviously, you know, I like started building a new business from the ground up in the middle of a pandemic. So that's thrilling. Um, that keeps me occupied, but just being with my kids, because when else are we going to get this time to ever have like this much time with your little kids in our job? 
So I've really been enjoying it. We go outside all the time and I just like not even thinking about going back to work yet, honestly. Like I'm not mentally there. And it's crazy because I keep hearing that in the wintertime, this thing's going to come back around. So I'm like, God, I hope that, you know, like the small businesses and stuff that do survive this somehow plan in in a couple months to survive it. I guess now knowing that it's coming back, like maybe they could put things in place for it. Um, you know, especially like restaurants and stuff like they could really like be ready for it right off the bat. Because I think this time around it caught them off guard. They did it adjust very well. But I don't know how I'm staying sane. I'm just trying to like, I'm not going to lie. The days are freaking like running together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel. Yes. I echo that for sure. But you know what? It could be so much worse. I just keep thinking about the fact that it could be so much worse. And the worst part of my whole life right now is the fact that I can't figure out what day it is. <laughs> That's it. So I've just termed everything day. It's just day. <laughs> I do struggle with, like I had said, homeschooling. I just, it's not my forte. I'm not mm-hmm. very good at it. I don't have the patience um, a first grade teacher should probably have, but yeah. I do enjoy the time with her. And I'm like, wow, she's really smart and she's really funny. And I'm noticing all these things that Maybe I wouldn't have noticed if I was just rush, rush, you know, home from work, bedtime routine kind of thing. So I really am more bonding kind of on a different level that I that I really appreciate. And I do appreciate the time. It's a lot of time that we could never have planned for or really totally. given ourselves ever. Like, when would you ever be like, I'm going to have three weeks, you know, with, at home, not go anywhere with my family. Right. I'm going to have two months off of work. And just not worry about anything and just sit at home and not leave. Like that's the hardest part, I think, is my husband's like, well, you know, this just shows you how hard it is being a stay-at-home mom. And I'm like, oh, a thousand percent. But at least like if I were a stay-at-home mom, it would be difficult. But at least I can like go somewhere like the park or I can like take them in the car and go to like Target for the love of God. You have know, outings it, to break up the day. We literally can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if the day is yes. bad outside, we can't even play outside. So then it's like really getting creative now. But you know what? I keep thinking like back in the day, they didn't have anywhere to go or anything to do. Things weren't as developed and they survived. So it's true. I do feel like a crappy mom though in this because it's, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, my kids are young, like four and two, so they still need a lot of attention. We've tried to do some learning activities with them, and we reinforce like numbers and letters and alphabet and all of those things. But like, I tried at first to do some like active learning things, and now I'm like, eh, yeah, well, I'm not going to fight what? with you over it. I'm like, but- helping you even build that playset, that's active learning. Like a lot of Montessori mm-hmm. stuff involves them in daily processes and focuses on like building character and stuff. So those are yeah. things you can do without like, you know, like structured time. learning yeah, structured activities. Learning time. Yeah. But I don't know. There's all of these like, I don't know. There's all these people who post these beautiful like pictures, their kids who are my kids age drew or like, painted or whatever and I was like yeah my kid can't color in the lines he's never been capable of coloring like (laughs) like we made like watercolors and like like we so we've done like some painting and stuff like that and like his watercolors were like like he put every color like yes together like and then it was like black it was like (laughs) black like black was their favorite color to like paint with 
And it was like, so then we mailed like all of these black pictures to grandmas. And I was like, does it look hey. like those? What are those psychiatric things? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It or exactly or whatever. Like, yeah, like the ink blot yeah. test. Yeah. yeah. But Listen, it's Lacey, also, your kid is normal. And the moms that are posting the ones that look perfect probably helped their kid or did it for them when they got so frustrated <laughs> that the kid walked away. Cause that's what I do. I won't even lie. My kid walks away. They give up on the craft. I'm like, fine, I guess I'll do it. And then I put up on a cute picture of like, this is our craft today. I did the craft people. I did it. My kids are three and one and a half. Do you really think that they did a beautiful goldfish? No, it was me. It was my like anxiety relieving craft. But it's also like, like the thing, like I love being home with them. I love being home with them in the morning. I love that they're like at first, especially they got really excited that mommy was home, you know, cause like sometimes I'll work like a later shift or go in late or something. And so um, I'll be home in the mornings. But like when I was like home, like day after day, they were like running in and be like, oh, mommy's home still, you know? And so they were really excited and they still are really excited. And we do breakfast as a family and it's great, but it's also like draining because, yes. you know, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm almost full-term pregnancy and have, you know, like a needy two-year-old who needs to be carried everywhere. And, you know, it's just like, like physically, it's just, it's just a lot, you know, and, and there's also like no downtime mm-hmm. or like time mm-hmm. to yourself. And mm-hmm. so we've been working from home, both my husband and I. And so we've been carving that in. So it's like, I'll get up early before the kids wake up to work on stuff and work on stuff after they go to bed. And so there's really like no time and you can't like go anywhere. Like I couldn't just like go sit in a coffee shop for like two hours and just like pound something out because they're all closed. Mm -hmm. I can't like, you can't go anywhere, do anything. And so that's, you know, I think what makes it hard, although I am trying to really appreciate the time that we have because, you know, I think, I mean, my kids are so happy and they love, you know, being home with us and helping us with the projects and, you know, we've been doing a lot of baking and cooking and so they've they're been, a lot. they've mm-hmm. been helping, you know, I mean, they're helping us. Like my daughter loves to help us try to cook at the stove. So, you know, there's a lot of fun things happening with the knives. Yeah. I with would- the knives. Yeah. I wouldn't feel bad one bit with the age no. of your both of your kids not having a structured learning. Like, mm-hmm. no, just be with them, experience life with them inside the confines of your own home. And I mean, just use that time. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to teach her because this is like first grade. In like school. in you know that journal we talked about, that like mm-hmm. gratitude journal in the in yeah. one of mine I put like Tegan graduates first grade because I wanted to be <laughs> able to like not fail. I don't know. I feel like I'm just the worst teacher and I just want her to do well and not, you know, do poorly because of me. Yeah, I think that there's tough. so much pressure on us as moms right now in so many different ways because it's like, yeah, you're you're supposed to, if you have a job, you're supposed to still go there and do it, you know, but then you're also supposed to homeschool your kids and become their teacher And then you're also supposed to like enjoy this time that you have with them because it's a gift, right? And then you're also, yeah, supposed to like learn something new in this pandemic. Like how many times have we seen, I see less of those posts now. I think people have been like, okay, this is like gotten old, but 
you know, I saw all those posts right away, like, well, how are you going to use this time to make yourself better? Like, what are you going to do? How are you, what are you going to be different coming out of this than when you were going into it? And it's like, there's all of these pressures and expectations that we already have upon ourselves that are now just being like amplified. And so it's like, how, how anybody stays sane in this? I don't know. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> Ellen has the answer. <laughs> Ellen what? always has the answer. It's the White Claw. It's the White Claw. claw. Yeah. Podcast immediately. Yes. Because yes. I keep them in business. I swear to God. I do too. I just had a um like a raspberry one or I don't know, one of the red ones. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. Love it. I love it. You get okay. like the tiniest little buzz and that's it. But that's perfect. So funny story about White Claws. My so somebody that I work with was like like very nice person, very like competent at what they do, but can sometimes be a little like flighty in terms of like daily life activities. So anyways, they were running late to teacher parent conferences. They ran home from work. They grabbed what they thought was like a LaCroix, mm. took it to teacher parent conferences, <laughs> opened it, drank it at their teacher parent conferences, and it was a white claw. So I tell my husband this story, and I was like, can you believe this person did this? I want and to meet she, her. Yeah. She's amazing, by the way. I'd love but, to be her friend. <laughs> but so I tell my husband this story. And he's apparently only half listening because then he starts telling all of our friends how this person was me and I took it to daycare. And I was like, we don't even own those. We don't have those in our house. What the hell? Like, also, so you're then, pregnant. Yeah. And so then he's like telling, well, this was last summer, but he was like telling all our friends. And then they were like telling me about how I did this. And I was like, what? Like, are, are you kidding me? And my husband sometimes makes like, he would make this story up as a joke also to like get my goat. And so then it's like, I couldn't tell if he was kidding or if he was serious, but he was totally dead serious and totally told all of our friends that I did this and took the white cloth to daycare with me. <laughs> I love like, it. I love oh the my whole God. story. <laughs> I will say it's very easy to do though, because one time I was driving home from um, grocery shopping and I picked up white claw. And I also picked up like, um, not what's that other thing called? You just said LaCroix, but like whatever, but well, no, they like the non-alcoholic version, like some off brand. And I reached over and picked up a white claw because I wanted to pick up like the regular one. And I opened it in the car and I was driving, drinking it. And I looked over and I was like, oh God, (laughs) (laughs) did you say, ah, fuck it. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Just went for it. <laughs> I did. I was like, it's fine. I'm around the corner from my like, house. I, I better not I get pulled over. <laughs> but literally, I was like, if I get pulled over right now, I'm literally going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh so well, not jail, but you'll get continue. a ticket. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was pretty, I mean, it's very easy to do. Like, they look yeah. like sodas. Oh, yeah, for sure. But anyways. So, Crystal, how are you uh, surviving with, like, your husband and your marriage and like that, like you just had a big anniversary and, you know, like part of this is also like, for me, it's been hard on, not just like hard on our marriage, but like it's a, an intensely stressful time, mm-hmm. but B it's like, you don't feel like you can be like close to anybody. Right. Like, like 
I mean, I noticed that like we we hug and kiss less because it's like you just feel like you can't get close to anybody, even your own spouse. Yeah, because he's the one who goes to the store. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know what he's bringing home. <laughs> um, but it's like, how are you guys like dealing with your marriage in this? Yeah, I definitely feel like the intentionality behind it has taken a backseat, even though it was our anniversary and we're like lucky number 13, you know, there's a global pandemic, like (laughs) us, but um, we'll never forget this year. We acknowledged it and we, um, we just did our normal family day and went for a walk and hung out and we cheers. We actually took a shot of American honey for our 13th (laughs) wedding anniversary. Um, Listen, you can't even get a card. You gotta make a homemade card. We didn't make cards for birthdays. I mean, thankfully, like my husband is just, he's my ride or die. Like I, I could be quarantined with him forever and I probably wouldn't kill him. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that just takes a back seat right now. It just, everything else just overwhelms it. Totally. What about your answer? You know, it's funny. I agree with Crystal. He's the only person I could be quarantined with. And like, when I tell you quarantined, we spend almost the entire day, every single day like next to each other, not just in the same house, but like with the kids. And then when the kids are sleeping, he works down in his office and I've taken over his office during quarantine because he had a cute little desk there. I just made myself comfortable. He has the white claws in there. <laughs> I moved in. I stole his blue light glasses. Like we're, we're good now. And I, he's the only person I can imagine spending this much time with and not getting sick of him. I mean, sure. There's days where like, you know, we get annoyed with each other or there's little conflicts, but I can't say anything bad has come of it. I was I was a little nervous there for a minute. Oh my like, God, we're literally going to be stuck mm-hmm. in each other's faces all day. But nothing bad has come of it. The one thing we noticed is nobody in the house has been sick for like a month, aside from when we actually had the flu, because no one's going to daycare, mm-hmm. <laughs> no mm-hmm. or anything like at all, because we literally haven't seen anybody else. I feel like oftentimes the four of us and by four i mean like me my husband my daughter and our dog are on the same like two squares of the couch for Mm -hmm. an extended period of time it's like could we be any closer (laughs) i mean god like spread out sitting on each other you have this whole couch you're all sitting on one square exactly that's so cute yeah how about you lace well you're pregnant so yeah but i also feel like it's i mean it's been an incredibly stressful like Mm -hmm. just like this whole thing and from a financial side from a like health side from a you know just life is changing dramatically and quickly side you know but the one thing that I have noticed is like you know my husband and I we're not like big PDA people and we don't like hold hands in public and do a lot of that but we have like I think like both whether it be intentionally or unintentionally, like, I mean, we spend an insane amount of time together, but we don't like hug and kiss like we used to, because I think it's just unintentionally, like we're not doing that, you know, and keeping our distance. And so that has been kind of, um, I wasn't expecting that because I mean, it's like you sleep next to this person, like they breathe on you all night long. So (laughs) whatever they have, you're going to have, but so I don't know why we're like doing it, but it just like, I don't know. And it's just, it feels weird, you know? And no, I get it. We're the same. We, I mean, 
like I said, we've been married 13 years. And whenever someone goes to leave the house, we kiss on the lips and always have. And even if he's sleeping and I go to work in the morning, I wake him up and give him a kiss on the lips and, you know, love you. Bye. Um, and since this happened, we're not doing that. I mean, we're waking like, but it's like an air kiss. Like, Mwah, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Or kind <laughs> like of, your yeah, creepy like, uncle. Yes. <laughs> or and you blow a kiss or you just do like kind of a light little tap maybe. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. made you so aware of just germs and contamination. And your space. Yes. Yes. And your bubble. Now you guys are making me feel bad for not considering germs. <laughs> Like, I mean, honestly, though, we like literally don't leave the house. Either yeah, one of see, us. And if I do, it's like once every three weeks, I'll go grocery shopping. But literally I think once it's every like, three weeks. it's but not that's like it. we're like, but we don't like we, we don't wipe down our groceries. I'll be honest. But it's like we just like unintentionally like have kind of done this. And now like, you know, like when you start like unintentionally doing these things, and then, like, you go to like kiss them. You're like, uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. I want. To. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, like where have you said your mouth been? Yes. Yeah, exactly. You just went to the store three days ago. I don't know if I can trust yeah. this. <laughs> Whose air did you breathe? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Who coughed on you? <laughs> Our stores won't let you in anymore if you don't have a mask and gloves on. Wow, it's weird that they make you wear gloves because, like, That's I know weird. because I know. you People, touch your stuff, but still. Well, people like just don't, I mean, like gloves are not cleaner. It just isn't. So I have to tell you guys this. I had to go to the post office and there were maybe, I don't know, six people in there and they have like clear plastic drapes over everything. I'd say 99% of the people in there, including the workers, had a mask on. Um, And then one lady next to me had gloves and a bandana on and she just kept messing with it, like touching her face. And that was just obnoxious. But then this crazy lady comes in no gloves, no mask, does the whole exchange, you know, pays, use the little credit card thing, like touches, like clearly contaminated her hands. And then she turns to leave, puts her hand on her face like this, puts her fingers in her nose as like a mask and runs out of the store. What? Yeah. Like takes her dirty ass hands and like shoves them up her nose and on her face and runs out the door. Like that is what's wrong with the world. Yeah. Well, that and like I wear gloves obviously at the grocery store, but I, so, you know, when you're doing like aseptic technique or even sterile technique, you have one hand clean and one Mm -hmm. hand dirty. When I go to the grocery hand, my right hand is clean. My Uh left hand is dirty. So I hold my phone because if I forget my list, it's on my phone and I literally hold it like out here (laughs) with a glove on and I use my left hand to do everything. And then I'm always fumbling with ripping the bag off because I'm only using one hand. So I'm like, shaking around and making this whole scene and everybody like has to maintain six feet distance so they like literally marked off lines and people are standing there looking at me because I'm taking like four times as long and I'm like fussing and I feel like they're totally like what is use your other hand lady yeah and I'm like don't touch my hand (laughs) nobody look at my hand don't breathe on it um yeah but I mean, you have to, because that's what people don't realize. They put these gloves on, but then they touch all the stuff. Then they touch their phone. Then they put their phone to their face. Then they uh-huh. like lick something, lick their finger to turn the page. I mean, it is disgusting. Like, why even wear gloves to begin with? See, exactly. I don't wear gloves. I just. I don't either. I just bring hand sanitizer. And I just, and then like, I'm really conscientious of like not touching my face. And then I like bring like as few items into the grocery store as possible. So it's like, I'll bring my phone, my car keys and my credit card and my purse stays in the car. Same. But um, did I I tell you guys my, as you're like touching your face, you're like, I I feel like I touch my my face face a lot. Um, But 
Did I tell you guys my grocery store story of, mm-hmm. uh, so I went, so being pregnant, I went during the like, like elderly and like, I don't know what it's Oh, that like, like the special hour. The yeah. special hour. Yeah. I went like, <laughs> I, I keep hour. calling it the like frail people hour, but that yeah. maybe is wrong. Like the not old politically, lady hour. Yeah. Not politically correct to say, but um, I went during that hour. And so I'm grocery shopping at like 7 a.m. with all of these like elderly people. And of course, it was like right after they came out with the mask recommendation. And so I left my mask at home because I completely forgot about it. And then uh, didn't have gloves on, went to the grocery store, 7 a.m. And uh, they had these like arrows on the aisles to like direct traffic through. Yeah. So that you like everyone has the same flow and you're not like coming face to face with other people. But of course, like me trying to like get in and out of there as fast as I can. I've got like my list on my phone. And so I'm trying to like limit touching things and all of that. And I've got my hand sanitizer like in my cart and I'm like using it all the time. And inevitably, like I would get like halfway down an aisle and realize the thing I needed was at the beginning of the aisle. Mm. So instead of looping all the way around and coming back, I would just like turn around and quick, like try to sneak back. And I got yelled at so many times by all these old people. And it was like, some of them were like trying to be nice about it. Nice, quote unquote. And they were like, you're going the wrong way. And then there were some people who were super passive aggressive and like in a total Minnesota way would be like, I have a really hard time following these directions too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I feel like I would respond by stopping my cart and then just being like, beep beep as I backed up like just be really obnoxious about the whole thing but, rather than turn around I just walk backwards and beep the whole time but I got scolded by all of these old people and of course I'm this like young person who yeah doesn't they're like these millennials healthy yeah yeah exactly and so I don't have my mask on I don't have any gloves on like clearly I'm not taking this seriously yeah. and then I'm going the wrong way down the grocery store aisles and I told my husband this story when I got home and he was like I'd have been kind of mad at you too <laughs> <laughs> like Thanks for the support. you're clearly in the wrong here and so every person i've told this story to i add that caveat and um well is he i mean older than you no but oh. we're we're like the exact same age but i i get it like i believe him where it's like yeah like you should follow the rules i you know like sh- yeah but it's also like you know when you just like need to like run back real quick like mm-hmm. halfway down the aisle for something you know i mean come on I, I would it. give you a pass since you're very pregnant, but yeah. I think if I was there and you weren't pregnant, I'd be like MFing you under my breath too. Like, oh, yeah. well, yeah. And then like I had a big bulky jacket on. So even though I'm like nine months pregnant, I don't know that people could really exactly tell because I'm like pushing like with my big. So bulky now they literally thought that you were like, cart. yeah, also so, breaking the rules coming there because you weren't yeah. elderly. So yeah. Yeah, because got, like, I three strikes fine. right off the bat. So I'm like, yeah, clearly like this horrible person in the You should have been store. like, I'm actually 95. I just have really great plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see my um, wedding anniversary post? I yes. Like, Today with the dog, right? And yeah, but it says it says. I'm pretty, I thought it said 13. That's why I put it there. But now I'm pretty sure it says 73. No, the thing that you put up that was blinking, the little yeah. sticker thing, it yeah. looks, the one looks like a seven. 
Yeah, but now that's all I see. Now I think it is oh, 73. Well, good. Then you might be really old, too. <laughs> like, you might as oh, well go we, to the grocery store. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Damn, you we can, look you good. You can go during the special hour. Yeah, yeah that would make you like years. 91 years old yeah. oh <laughs> if you got God. married young. That's crazy. Okay. I love you it. Guys- can I just ask, though, anybody like feeling like this lockdown made them super unhealthy or super healthy? Or no. are you normal? Normal. I have gotten so much more into like fitness because I have made it a point every day. Cause I'm like, well, now I definitely don't have a freaking excuse. I'm literally like doing nothing all the time. So every single day I've worked out and I think I made it a habit. You know how they mm-hmm. say it takes like however mm-hmm. many days to make a habit. Like I look forward to it. I live for it. And the days that I do it, I am a different person. Like I know same. what Crystal says now. <laughs> I work out every single day, even if my body hurts. Like I, I have to do something because yeah. it just, I just have to. It's amazing, but it does it? to your mental space. Yeah. Like and my husband was day- like, "You are a different human being." I'm like, "I know. I'm so happy, aren't I?" <laughs> and if you have a day without it, like you just kind of you can tell, you know? Blah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like being that I'm nine months pregnant, have not gotten onto a fitness kick. Well, you're excused. Um, <laughs> But also feel like I should be doing something. You know, I feel like we've also, I mean, definitely like getting outside has is amazing for your mental health and physically also. And so we've been making lots of points to like spend a lot of time playing outside whenever we can. Living in Minnesota in the spring, you know, we kind of go through four seasons in a day. So sometimes it's like 70 degrees and then it snows that night. But we definitely try to get outside. So we've been doing like a lot more walking and a lot more being outside. Um, And I think that that I'm hoping that that's something that we can make a habit and just keep going. I would like to do more working out and, and fitness type stuff, but it's just, this is not the time to start that. For yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not the definitely time. Not. But I, but will I tell also you, feel you've guilty been putting together not a doing swing it. Set. <laughs> you've been putting a swing set together. That totally counts as like some kind of work. Even if you're just watching, it counts. <laughs> if you can put on your shoes when you're pregnant, like that counts as work. You know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't you're it like amazing how like hard that is? And then you like can't breathe. And my husband's always looking at me like, Cause I keep sighing because I can't breathe. <laughs> and then he's like, what? What is it? And I'm like, nothing. I'm like, nothing. I'm just trying breath. to get some air. I'm just trying to breathe. But yeah, like there's then being pregnant during this whole COVID thing has like made me like, am I, am I short of breath because mm-hmm. I'm pregnant or do I have the COVID? Mm-hmm. And so then I like go like check my pulse ox and be like, oh no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Hold your I'm... breath for 15 seconds. Yeah. Did I tell yeah. you guys that? And yeah. then like get dizzy and be like, oh my God, I think I have the COVID. <laughs> yeah. I better go check my pulse ox out. Nope. I'm just nine months pregnant. That's okay. All. So I have to <laughs> ask, so funny. Do you, are, were you being tongue in cheek saying the COVID or is that what you call it? No, I was kind of being tongue in cheek. Okay. I don't really know what I call it. I really get like I hate when people call it Rona, like the Rona. Mm, I'm like yeah. no, no, I don't. My like husband that. called it the beer virus for like four days, and I had <laughs> no idea what he was talking about. Like anytime <laughs> he would say it, I would just ignore him. And literally four days later, I was like, "I'm so sorry. I just made the connection that when you say the beer virus, you're referring to the coronavirus." And he's like, <laughs> "Back to work," because your brain is completely gone. <laughs> 
like four days. I had no idea. I'm like, what is this beer virus he's talking about? Like, what is That's this? what we call that? it is the coronavirus. Like, I mean, like when like in our house, we're discussing it. Like we call it the coronavirus. I don't call it COVID-19 other than like in some occasional like Facebook post or like work-related email because they, it's what they've been calling it. And so that's what we call it. Co- just COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've honestly not even referred to it much. I've tried to stay completely away from it. Like I feel like I truthfully isolated myself into this weird bubble that I'm loving and I don't watch the news. I have no idea what's going on in the world. I don't leave my house. I don't <laughs> see anybody except like on walks. I don't and on Zoom. I just completely removed myself from the world and I like kind of secretly love it. I'm not going to lie. So Ellen's really happy as a hermit. I'm a complete. (laughs) And you know what's funny? I'm such an extrovert, but like I love the introverted lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like who would have ever thought? I mean, I used to think I could never be introverted. I love this. Mm -hmm. It's so peaceful. It it like recharges you. You You have so much like energy because you're not just like giving it and giving it. Yeah. I've had a lot of time too to reflect. I really started like journaling, not like writing down my thoughts all day long and all that, but I don't have that many thoughts. How do you guys have time to do this? I feel like I barely have time to like. Well, you're working. I'm not working. Function. So I, I, every day, my husband and I swap off an hour in the morning. So I get up with the kids. So they get up around like seven, seven thirty, and at eight thirty he relieves me, and then I get from eight thirty to ten, and that's when I work out. That's when I run my business. That's when I uh, journal, literally do whatever I want, take a nap, and then at ten I take back over from ten to like four. And that's when he works. And then at four, we go back and then I get like another half hour and then we put them to bed and do whatever we want. But during that morning hour and a half, that's when I like really, I have to write down in the morning three things I'm grateful for because I noticed that when I wasn't doing it, I would wake up negative. Like mm-hmm. all I would think would be negative, negative, negative. Everyone's dying. I'm going to die. This is never going to end. Like it was awful. So now I write down three things that are positive that I'm grateful for. And it literally has helped me just shut out negative. Like, I don't even think about it anymore. It's bizarre. Same. It's crazy it's become, how it it's works. It's become a habit and it just kind of helps you, like, focus on what, what's important to you and what you're grateful for. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can only obviously focus on what you can control. But it's hard, like, when we were talking to our parenting specialist, it was hard to find something you can control in this uncontrollable mess. So it also helps me kind of, like, locate that and shift my focus to it and then going outside and working out really like those three things I think really keep me sane. Otherwise I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I need to like find more time to myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that would be helpful, but it's also really hard. Um, and I think like our family's just going through a lot of changes right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to have another child and I think that our kids somehow like, know that this is like their lives are changing too. Like as much as they don't like necessarily comprehend it, like they, like I've noticed that our kids who for the last like year were sleeping through the night relatively consistently have now been getting up multiple times at night, having bad dreams, probably due to all the stress that everyone's been under Mm -hmm. and their lives changing and they just don't understand and then I also think like they kind of sense the impending like change happening in our family. And so 
it's just been like, you know, so going from like having kids that were sleeping to kids that are not sleeping. And then I'm like, how are we going to do this with a newborn (laughs) on top of, so then we have three people that, you know, that means no one's sleeping. And then I also like should get up early, like before the kids, like usually I wake up in the morning before the kids, but I'm like hesitant to get up because I know that they will hear me and wake Mm. up and then it's like, okay, well, that didn't save us anything. (laughs) Can you do stuff in your room, like in your bedroom? Can you bring your computer in there and do stuff? Yeah, I could do that. Or I uh, should just like find one of these like journaling things or just like on like a post-it note, like write down like my three things of gratitude for the day and just kind of do it there. Yeah. And write down like one goal for the day. Mm-hmm. Because it keeps you focused on like what you can accomplish that day and like one positive affirmation about yourself. It, I'm telling you, Lacey, it is so positive for your mind and your mind controls everything else. Like we all know that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good idea. Put post-its next to your bed. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything official. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to submit for publication or anything. God, I hope not. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you Lacey, can, but you have such, so much going on right now. Like, I wouldn't, if it were me, I wouldn't even like try to start a new habit right now because like the world's going to shift from underneath you pretty soon and just wait until you get into a new rhythm. You know I would I sleep mean? all well, the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, And I think that's what I'm trying to say is that like as much as it feels like we're struggling when everyone else seems to be like doing well and like posting all of their like amazing like projects that they've done or these like amazing life changes that they've made with this like discovery of time that they've had. And I feel like I have less time now than I did before <laughs> because it's like trying to cram everything in. And, and, you know, you can only get like half as much accomplished when you're watching a two-year-old and a four-year-old also. Right. Well, and, and so, you're on a deadline. You know what I mean? You're yeah. like, oh, three weeks, yeah. oh, baby. So I know. you don't feel like you have all this time. Okay. Yeah. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is that like we're, we are doing well and we're still accomplishing a lot. Like, but it's okay that it's not as much as somebody else who is not in the same situation. Exactly. And exactly. you don't even know how much that person is actually doing versus how much they're putting on their highlight reel. So oh, for sure. Don't ever compare. You guys are, we're all doing great, like the best we can in our own situation. And that's the only thing you can do. You can't worry about other people, you know, don't count somebody else's sprinkles while your ice cream melts. Mm-hmm. Well, and I also feel like it's okay if we come out of this pandemic without like some profound like life changing like realization or new habit or new like discovery that we've made about ourselves like it's okay to just survive this yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah totally it's okay that's number one. to just make it through and yeah just be okay with that you know and if the biggest th- realization you have is that you don't ever want to be a teacher <laughs> or you want to go back to freaking work and you love your job, like that's enough of a realization. Sometimes you need something like this just to remind you of that. And that's mm-hmm. perfect. That's all yeah. you need. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up since we um, kind of came to the end of this and we just wanted to kind of check in with everybody and talk about this crazy COVID world we're living in. We hope you're all hanging in there and surviving like we are. And um, please connect with us during this crazy time on social. We're on Facebook at Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups. We are also on 
Instagram at Hey Smart Mamas, and we are on Twitter at Hey Smart Mamas. And you can also send us an email at scrubcapsandsippycups at gmail.com. So um, take care. Uh, pop a white claw and um, just come out the other side. Alive. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, mamas. Bye. Bye.